Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Our discussions um, with the fund and other own partners have been marked by a clear understanding of the need to restore macroeconomic and financial stability to Ghana and to promote our economic recovery as quickly as possible. Uh, we have highlighted and the importance of uh, revenue mobilization, expenditure control, and the implementation of decisive reforms to kickstart uh, our growth. Encouragingly, there's broad alignment with the international community that our policy orientation is not only proactive, but also well anchored. And we are convinced that they should um, support Um, our overall ambitions in this regard. We are advancing our discussions with our international bondholders and other external commercial creditors. Earlier today, as you know, uh, we hosted a successful webcast informing our commercial creditors of our economic and financial situation while also highlighting the broad contours of Ghana's debt restructuring strategy. Meanwhile, the finance minister has insisted that government is not embarking on any new domestic debt action program targeted at pension funds. You look at it in line with the 22nd December um, Memorandum of Understanding that we had, uh, that we signed with organized labor associations, uh, government's pension funds were exempted, as you know, um, and that has not changed. Uh, is therefore really not correct to say that we are planning uh, a second round of domestic debt exchange program uh, with pension funds. Um, what we are doing um, is working uh, with them on how they can further help government um, um, to reduce um, the debt servicing and ensure that um, we maintain and um, sort of the uh, and debt um, sustainability, which was in the, uh, in the MOU agreement. Um, and so those discussions um, are continuing. So, excuse me, so we can state emphatically there isn't going to be any sort of domestic debt restructuring or a second phase, so that we can debunk the report that we are seeing in Accra. Um, yeah. In, in terms of the DEP, that's correct. You know that we still have um, cocoa bills um, to work with and the, uh, and the domestic um, dollar bonds um, that we are still working on, but I really um, debunk any sense that there's a second round of um, domestic debt exchange program. Good. The finance minister addressing the press um, at Washington, D.C. in the U.S. Now, Ghana is likely to get an executive board approval for a program from the International Monetary Fund next month. 
That's a session by Face Solutions. According to the market information and research firm, once an official creditor committee is formed, hopefully by the end of this month, the fund will approve a program for the country. The finance minister, Kenneth Reatam, has already hinted that Ghana will get a program from the fund in May. Now, speaking at his latest Southern Africa macroeconomic update, senior country risk analyst Mike Kuniger said the program will boost investor sentiments to revive growth. In order to get IMF executive board approval, uh, Ghana needs to obtain uh, what the IMF calls necessary financing uh, assurances from its international creditors, uh, which ultimately means that an official creditor committee needs to be set up uh, in order to restructure uh, Ghana's external debt. Um, Paris Club members have said that they are ready to form such a committee, uh, but there has been very limited info on Ghana's largest creditor, which is China. Um, our current forecasts are predicated on the assumption that an official creditor committee uh, will be formed in the second quarter of 2023, so that's within the next couple of weeks or so, uh, which will then unlock critical IMF uh, assistance. Once this happens, um, we expect investor sentiment towards Canadian assets to improve, which will see the exchange rate strengthen somewhat, which in turn will allow inflation to come down more substantially. Partner Deloitte Ghana Yaolati joins us on Zoom uh, with some analysis to uh, the developing story from Washington, D.C. Good afternoon to you. So, the Finance Minister, Kenneth Ferret, announcing that Ghana is set to secure finance and assurance from the Paris Club of Creditors in the coming weeks. That essentially seals an IMF executive board approval, does it? Yeah, so I think thank you very much and good afternoon to you and your viewers for us, listeners. Um, so, this is good news, and it's good for the market, uh, particularly uh, given the uncertainty that arose as a result of our inability to uh, meet uh, the March ending deadline, which was previously communicated by government. And when we missed the March deadline, uh, some uncertainties were created in the market, and um, the analysts in the market started uh, expressing worrying concerns that we could not meet the March deadline. So this is good news, and I think it's good for the Ghanaian market, and it's good for the Ghanaian economy as well. Well, so uh, financing assurance from the Paris Club, uh, I guess, will certainly come with some responsibilities on us. What would that be? Yeah, so I think, um, like most of the creditors have expressed, uh, their key concern is for us to uh, secure debt sustainability or risk debt sustainability. And so... What they would be very much interested in agreeing on terms with us is uh, terms that will ensure that we reach some level of debt sustainability. Because it's not only in the interest of Ghana to reach debt sustainability, but it's also in the interest of external creditors, particularly our commercial lenders, that Ghana reaches debt sustainability. Uh, if you look at our debt profile, it consists of our euro bonds, other commercial creditors, bilateral creditors. And among the bilateral creditors, our single most important and largest bilateral creditor is China. And China has shifted positions recently. And so China doesn't adopt or has not adopted some transient positions as people have communicated or people have made or the impression has been created in the past. China has been quite somewhat flexible. And so we expect other external creditors, particularly commercial creditors, to also 
be very flexible in terms of what conditions they impose on the country and then what terms they reach. So that at the end of the day, Ghana has the necessary fiscal space to grow the economy, create employment, be able to create, uh, generate a lot more tax revenue or revenue for government in order to service the debt. I think that's the most important. We should not be interested in uh, getting this debt to pay and then Ghana not be able to generate enough revenue or enough cash flows to pay or service the debt. All right, and there is optimism that we would secure a program next month. Uh, don't know if you are of the same view. Uh, I'd I like to know your thoughts on that. And we are also working towards a three-year extended credit facility. The last time I checked, any chances that would change? Yes, yeah, so I think that is a very good thing. And for me, uh, the indications are clear from the communication and message that we are getting from government and other sources. Our single most important hurdle to cross is our external debt or external creditors. And so if you are able to return to the external creditors, then we are almost close to signing a program, which in my view should be cleaner than what we experienced in the domestic funds. Because the domestic funds had a lot of stakeholders who needed to be engaged and not very useful, uh, the debt restructuring that we are currently put impose on them. But the external creditors are very much aware of uh, some of these uh, debt restructuring programs. They've seen in other countries, we've seen Zambia and others go through it. And so our external creditors are a lot more organized and are prepared for debt restructuring. So we don't expect that to be a long drawn and prolonged engagement. We expect that to be quickly concluded, hopefully before the end of the month, by which time we also prepared to sign on to the program. All right. Uh, so assuming we, we seal a deal in May, uh, what should we brace ourselves for? We hear a lot about austerity. I mean, what would the coming days look like for us? And so I think the good thing is uh, we've got uh, hints of that in the 2023 budget statement. And it's clear that an IMF program comes with the imposition of taxes, either new taxes or revisioning or amendment of existing tax laws. So that we saw these three revenue bills that were passed are all in line with securing an IMF program and also supporting an IMF program. What we expect to happen subsequent to that is either freeze on employment or freeze on government programs, which at the moment we are not too clear which of these programs or which of these employment uh, or sectors will be affected by that. But at the end of it all, um, programs such as the IMF program that we are signing requires that we generate enough revenue so that our revenue base will be wider and we'll be able to achieve our disabilities. But we expect a lot more to happen when the terms are announced after the program has been reached. All right. We are looking forward to the terms being announced. Thank you so much for speaking with us. Yaolati, good to speak with you, his partner at Deloitte Ghana. Well, so back to Washington, D.C. The World Bank has agreed to commit $250 million to support the Ghana Stability Fund this is part of the donor funding that is expected to support the establishment of the $1.5 billion fund. Now, Finance Minister Ken Voyata announced this in Washington, D.C., and he's been given more details. Take a listen. Surely, uh, the meetings have afforded us the opportunity to discuss uh, the importance of maintaining Ghana's financial stability in the wake of the domestic exchange program. The World Bank has committed um, $250 million to the Ghana Financial Stability Fund, and we do continue to encourage um, other multilateral banks and bilateral partners 
assist the government of Ghana to secure the stability of our financial sector. Our delegation also participated uh, in a roundtable um, with the U.S. Business Council for International Understanding um, to discuss Ghana's economic recovery and the private sector's critical role in supporting job creation and investments. As you know, um, the fund programs, a lot of consolidation and austerity, and we are very committed to um, a growth agenda which will require uh, private sector engagement. So we met uh, with representatives from Boeing, Citibank, Google, um, HP, Cosmos, Newmont, um, quite a number of others, Bayer, Novartis, um, John Deere, um, and even a company um, that works um, on shea butter, uh, which was really good. We also had Flutterway and, uh, and Shell, um, and many other companies with interest in doing business in Ghana. Um, that was a very spirited engagement, uh, and you can see the excitement um, of them looking um, to come to the country um, or even uh, increase their investments um, in the country. All right, uh, the finance minister there uh, from Washington, D.C. Let's turn to the money market. Interest rates shot up marginally again for the third week running as government recorded 7.5% oversubscription of Treasury bills to the tune of 1.79 billion cities. That's according to uh, the latest auction. Patrick Edema-Gama has been monitoring. He's head of trading at Republic Securities. He's on Zoom with me. So give us a rundown, Patrick, from last Friday. So what we've seen that the target for last week was uh, 1.7 by the government was able to cross that particular target. We saw the 91-day clearing at 19.74%, uh, recording a jump by 5.1 basis points. We saw the 91-day treasury bill closing at 22.47, recording a 22.4 basis point jump. However, we saw to 26.9 and decrease by the four-day bill. It's decreased by 5.65%. What actually happened last week, we were able to see that uh, if you look at the bid range, you see that the government maintained the same bid which we saw the last time. So investors made the highest for 91 days at 20% interest rate. And that is a good sign. Of what uh, we are going through now. Yeah, so interest rates rising marginally for the third week. Uh, what are you reading into that and the likely impact on the markets going forward? Okay, so yes, um, the uncertainty we are seeing uh, in the economy is actually should be in interest rates where the various appetites are rising, it's supposed to keep rising. And they will continue to be more until we see some stability. You know, other uh, Patrick, we are losing your audio. I, I don't know what the problem is. Uh, we are barely able to hear you. So we are going to try once again. We are making a point. Hello, please can you hear me now? Yes, it's better. Great. So I was saying that um, other economic indicators are actually 
showing that uh, interest rates should be rising. So investors are actually following this trend and also placing their bids accordingly. Right, and on the capital market. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The Gamma Stock Exchange is expected to perform positively this week, uh, led by Benso Oil Palm Plantation. And, well, uh, tell us what you are reading from where you are. Well, as um, we can already see, Benso Oil Palm has reached another all-time high jumping uh, by 1.28 to reach 14.11 already for today. Uh, we can see that the bids for best oil palm is rising and keeps rising against the supply on the market. MTN is also mounting in bid for today. Uh, we can see that the bids for best oil palm is rising and keeps rising against the supply on the market. MTN is also mounting in bids against the limited supply. Although last week we saw a dip in MTN by 4.76%, we expect this week to also uh, see some uh, interest in total and then uh, we see how that reflects in price. All right. Uh, Patrick Agama, Head of Trading Republic Securities, appreciate your time with us uh, this afternoon. We are taking you all the way to South Africa. Chairman of the Markdown Group of Companies, Dr. Daniel McCauley, is urging Ghanaian businesses to take advantage of the African continental free trade area in order to expand the operations. The Markdown Group was the first African business to secure a partnership with the continental free trade area, which will allow the private firm shipping line the opportunity to load and transport goods across after member countries. Now, speaking exclusively to join users, Blesa Suga at the African Continental Free Trade Area Business Forum in South Africa, Dr. Macaulay underscored the tremendous opportunities the trade agreement presents to the private sector. This far into rush hour traffic, most people would have rage accelerated at least once. But not you, Lacey, no hard accelerations ever, Johnson. Because you are a safe driver. And like most drivers who sign up for Snapshot from Progressive, which customizes your rate for how and how much you drive, you could earn a discount for your good driving. So if your Hula Dancing Dashboard doll thinks you're going to hard accelerate because you're running late, then your Hula Dancing Dashboard doll doesn't know. Lacey, no hard accelerations ever, Johnson. Sign up for Snapshot today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. The continental free trade is going on, but a lot of people really don't understand what is going on. Uh, as a businessman, I really want to take a full share of what is going on. That is why I'm here. For you as a businessman, how are you positioning, for instance, some of your investments and uh, your businesses that cut across the continent to ensure that we take advantage or you take advantage of the opportunities that the continental free trade area will present? Okay, if you remember, I, um, I signed a MOU as the first African to actually sign an MOU with the continental <coughs> free trade Secretariat. Wow, you, you, your company was the first. Was the first to sign the MOU uh, with them and also to um, help with the guided trade. I gave them, I approached them. Right now we have procured two cargo planes and also um, a vessel to support the movement. And uh, if you ask me, this is a fantastic. Uh, movement and 
looking at what is going on in the um, African continent, every businessman's position is there, but we are taking it to another level because the whole thing is about trade. The whole thing is about moving uh, cargo. I mean, if we had to do uh, with trade, Magdan, obviously, you know, it's an African giant when it comes to movement. So uh, we have really positioned ourselves with the contract that we signed with them. Uh, we have started the movement, and uh, if you see what is going on here right now, it's about the uh, quotas, tariff, and uh, policies, policy direction, and all that. Uh, but the private sector is deeply involved right. in whatever decision is going on here right now. So what message do you have for other Ghanaian entrepreneurs, businessmen who are not seeing the opportunities as you see it? Do you have a message for the private sector in Ghana relating to the con continental free trade area? Well, you ask me, I'll tell every businessman in Ghana that we shouldn't joke with this movement. We shouldn't joke with uh, um, this after... This continental free trade because the earlier you position yourself, the better it is. And we are talking about 3.4 trillion dollars movement yearly, doing business with uh, 1.6 billion people across the continent. I see it big. I mean, um, there's nothing that is so big than this in the African continent, as we all know that. Uh, Africa is green, right. and I always say that the early bird catches the worm. So I will encourage every businessman to participate in what is going on. Um, it's a big thing, and on, depending on how you see business and your taste for business, and uh, I will encourage every businessman to participate, at least to have an idea. Right about what is going on and see where you can also slot Take yourself uh, in the whole continent. continent right. And going forward, uh, well, businessmen don't usually do that, but are we to expect more from the Magdan Group? What's, what's next in line for you, uh, not just in relation to investments in Ghana, but all across the African continent? Are there some plans that perhaps you want to put well, up? Most there? definitely. You see, <laughs> you see, what is going on, you see, it's about time Ghanaian businesses go international. Okay. Now, we have sat for so long, always businesses are coming to us. And we have to be a bit bold, we have to be a bit aggressive, we have to be a bit industrious, we have to be a bit innovative to be able to take the business to other continents, um, other countries. Within this after, uh, there's a lot of needs in Niger, there's a lot of needs in Nigeria, there's a lot of, of needs in South Africa where we are right now. So, um, whilst we are home base, we have to think of taking the business to other places. As I always say, we are living in Ghana, but we don't own anything. Right. See, I mean, every business is owned by foreign. mostly foreigners. And, and I mean, the dominated businesses I'm talking about. So uh, it's about time we take the business out of Ghana to um, other foreign countries.
right, uh, joining us is Blazer Sugar covering the After Business Forum in South Africa. He was speaking there exclusively with uh, Chairman of the Markdown Group of Companies, Dr. Daniel McCauley. There will be more coming from there uh, in the in coming days. But let's turn to some other stories we are following for you. Despite a trying year, Rotarians in District 19102 were able to push through some important projects that elevated uh, vulnerable lives and communities. District 9102, made up of Ghana, Togo, Benin, and Niger, under the leadership of Governor Victor Yao Asante, gave $5 million to provide portable drinking water, access to health care, economic empowerment, as well as education. Speaking to Joy Business at the 10th District Training Assembly and Conference, Mr. Asante indicated that they are poised to undertake more projects in the coming days. Friends delved into the district operations discussed its achievements and challenges as well as facilitate major leadership and training events. According to District Governor Victor Yawasanti, more objectives and plans are developed for implementation soon. Well, it's just a conference of stock taking. Um, you know, we have focus series. Uh, our work is um, to, to serve our communities. So basically, once in a while, we come together to, to look at what we have done and what we could do what we could do to improve it and all of that. So this is what it's about. We're all here together um, to, first of all, um, check on what we've done, what we've done well, uh, what we need to do on, um, we need to do more. Uh, we, our work is focused on our communities, so that's, that's why we're doing this. So our district is made up of four countries, Ghana, Togo, Niger, and Mali. But we also know that other countries have joined, from Cote d'Ivoire, Nigeria, and so on, have joined, even though they are not in our district. So I think um, our core countries are four, but there are a few other visitors with us. As you know, Rotary has been in Ghana since 1958. We work with our communities. There are 62 Rotary clubs in Ghana, as I speak, working our communities throughout the country um, to try and make some change in our communities. So anything we do, we have six, seven focus areas that we work on. Um, basic education and literacy, maternal and child health care, environment, conflict resolution, water and sanitation, community and uh, economic um, um, interventions and so on. Minister for Tourism, Arts and Culture, Mohamed Awal, called on the district to aid in supporting entrepreneurs to create more jobs in the country. According to the World Bank and the United Nations, one critical factor that drives young people in tourism is lack of opportunity, jobs and income. It's therefore important that as we deliberate here, Let's see how to opportunity for young people to have jobs. One area that we do in Ghana is entrepreneurship and mentoring. Mentorship and entrepreneurship are very important for us to stem the tide of young people joining terrorist groups in Africa. 250,000 young people graduate from our country's Ghana institutions every year. Less than 10% of them have jobs in the formal sector. The rest do not have jobs. I therefore want to urge you and impress you as we deliberate that look at mentorship, which is part of the educational team, and entrepreneurship as key. It's very important for us. In the last 10 years, all young people who set up business in this country have been 40 years. Many young people are ready and willing. They need entrepreneurial skills, they need some funding to expand their businesses. And I think that Rich International, please look at it and add it part of your discussion. This year's conference was under the theme Beyond Imagination, Rotarians in District 9102 have charted new clubs, increased membership, 
developed leaders and increased that portfolio of humanitarian service projects. They have contributed immensely to Rotary initiatives, achieving many successes worldwide. All right, that's the program this afternoon. Thanks for watching, everyone. More news on our website, myjoyonline.com forward slash business. My name is Daryl Kwa. Thanks for watching. We will be back same time tomorrow. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.